Order up! Welcome to a brand new episode of the Order Up Podcast. I'm Taryn Williams. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. Um, before I get into this episode, I want to say this is going to be the 50th episode of the Order Up Podcast. So thank you so much to everybody around the country, around the world, wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, I honestly didn't think I'd get to 50 episodes. I wasn't sure how, long I was, you know, how many episodes I was going to do, to be honest with you. But this is going to be 50 episodes. I'm so excited. I'm so blessed. I'm so thankful. Thank you everybody that's been rocking with the podcast and you know sharing it all across the world. Not just in the United States, but there's people like in Africa and Canada and you know Britain and France and you know little like little nuggets here and there around the world. Places in the Netherlands. So thank you so much for everybody that has listened to the podcast in any way, shape, or form. I greatly appreciate it. So let's get into this brand new episode. So in this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about Metroid Dread, which came out October 5th, I believe it came out. So we're at the end of October now, I'm recording this podcast. So the game's been out for, you know, basically not quite a month, almost a month. It'll be a, no, it'll be a month the following week, of, so next week, after, you know, around, you know, November 5th will be a month uh, after the release of the game. So I finally beat the game. I wanted to do this podcast after I beat the game because... So one, this is the first Metroid game that I've beat. I've played a bunch of Metroids. I've actually played. Okay, let's go back. I've played Metroid Prime. I played Metroid Fusion. Uh, Metroid Return of Samus on 3DS, and then I played. Then of course, then I played Metroid Dread. I have not beaten the Metroid, and I've played them all. Like, I think I only rented Metroid Prime. I think I borrowed Metroid Fusion from my best friend. I actually had Metroid Return of Samus on my 3DS, but I think by the time I got the game. I was kind of tired of my 3DS. My 3DS, my 3DS felt kind of small, so I kind of didn't play the game, and I just was like, okay, I just can't do it. But Metroid Dread, the first, like the new, uh, it's the first new Metroid game that's been released in 15 years. I wanted to buy it, support it, and I wanted to play it. I wanted to beat it because I played Metroidvania style games, but I haven't beaten a Metroid. It felt kind of weird, <laughs> and I really enjoyed Metroid Dread. It's, it's, I think it's one of the most accessible Metroids that I've seen. I've seen some reviews. If you watch, if you're a fan of uh, G4, Adam Cecil did his review on the game. And he didn't really like it. He was, you know, talking about some pieces. Kind of like how Metroid has, like, Metroid Dread keeps some of the traditional things. Like, you know, shooting the walls and where you may not know where to go. But I feel like Metroid Dread does a pretty solid job of keeping you on pace of where to go, which I'm going to talk about um, in this, uh, as I talk about the game. The story of Metroid Dread is pretty light. Also, spoiler alert, spoiler warning, I'm going to put spoiler alert in the title of the video. And we'll talk about the story. It's not much of a story, but man, towards the back, like when you get to the reveals at the end of the game, it's some heavy shit. <laughs> but it's not much of a story. It actually picks up Asteroid Metroid Fusion. Um, but Sam is, of course, going to a planet to figure out, like, what's happening, like, you know, what's happening to this planet. There were these robots called Emmys that were sent to this planet to locate something. I don't remember the story completely, but of course, Sam is on the mission. She gets sent there to figure out what happened to the Emmy robots that were sent there from the Galactic Federation, I believe, or the Galactic Council, things like that. Real Metroid stuff. But what makes, what makes Metroid Dread different is that all the other Metroids, you start at the top of the planet and you work your way down. Metroid Dread, you actually start at the bottom of the planet and you have to work your way up to your ship. Different, so it's a very different setup, which is really cool. So the part, so what makes Metroid Dread, Dread is of course the Emmys. There are seven Emmys that you have to fight in the game. They all have like, you know, kind of different abilities, different stats. Uh, like different, like, you know, their, their, their Emmy zones are a little bit different. They kind of, you know, each area highlights a different Emmy, what they can do. And after you, you know, after you um, destroy like the, the central unit in every area, 
you get this special beam that can that can only destroy enemies. That can only destroy enemies. It's kind of interesting, but that's the only part about the dread part. I wish there were maybe more. Maybe cool if the enemies followed you, maybe bigger sequences or things like that. But that's the only part that makes it dread. But the cool thing about it is like when you walk into an enemy zone and the music changes, it's a little bit darker and it's kind of staticky. Like you know, just how the visuals and stuff. You definitely get scared. <laughs> like they definitely did a really good job of implementing that sense of fear and that sense of. Okay, I gotta go in here. I gotta figure this out. Especially if you've never been into an enemy zone. You don't know where the exit is right away. So you have to kind of figure it out. You get killed a few times. But they did add there is like a counter to the enemy attacks. Where it's a very specific, there's two chances to counter an enemy. So you can do it. But a lot of times you just get killed. And the respawn for the enemies is right outside the enemy door. Which is kind of nice. So it's not like a big penalty if you die. Because they expect you to die a lot. But the enemies were fun. I was, um, I was talking to my uncle. I was kind of telling him how Metroid Dread was going. And uh, I actually really like how they did the enemies. Because the very first enemy you fight is a tutorial enemy. You know? Very, it's kind of show you how they work, how they function, how you beat it, things like that. And then you kind of take that mindset. You go through all the other ones. Because every enemy is kind of like a puzzle. Like, every enemy area is kind of a puzzle. A lot of times you have to go through it the first time. Go where you got to go. Go back through it. And then go, you have to go through it like a few times before you can like get the abilities. To go forward to get to the central unit and get your, uh, I forget what it's called, like the special cannon or something, or like plasma cannon or omega cannon. This is what it's called. You have to do it a few times to before you can get that to actually destroy the enemy. And every time you destroy an enemy, you get a power. Like you get one of Samus's uh, traditional powers, which is pretty cool. And all the normal powers are in the game. You get, of course, you get like the ice missiles. You get the wave beam last. You get like the super bomb. You get. Um, the morph ball, you get all the other like little bombs and things like that. I don't know if there's anything new in Metroid Dread. I don't know since I haven't played any of the Metroids. Someone let me know, were there any new abilities that have never been in a Metroid game before? I want to maybe the cloak? Not but the cloak might have been infusion, so I'm not sure. But yeah, so you get like you get a, a skill from every uh from every enemy. From every enemy, not enemy. Every enemy. And so I thought it was kinda of fun, you know, kinda of playing back on the whole like robot horror. Um, things like that But one thing I did really appreciate about the game is how every time you got a new ability the game usually the next 10-15 minutes You need that ability to proceed forward and I have moments where I, for, I will forget I'm playing a Metroid game So you just have to like shoot a wall shoot a wall with a rocket to like expose what you need to do and then you just go forward There's moments like that there are moments where the game doesn't really tell you where to go It can get really really hard but for the most part, it kind of pushes you forward because you realize I got this new ability. Okay, I need to do something with this ability to go forward. And I felt one of the one of the, one of the draggy parts of the game, like one of the harder parts in terms of traversal, was getting the um, the gravity suit. Because as you get the gravity suit, the game pretty much opens up completely, and you can like kind of go back and start getting some other stuff and things like that. But the grab begin to the gravity suit is is probably one of the more difficult traversal pieces because there isn't because you go because you get the space jump you have to go back to the previous area you have to go a certain way you have to use your gravity like you have to use the space jump to get across this um this gap underwater but if you don't know that like you'll it's like it's kind of weird i think that was to me that was one of the harder traversal parts and there's actually where you can get the gravity suit early there's like a um a shine spark puzzle you can do and there's a lot of that in the game where there's like little puzzles where if you could like complete if you can do the puzzle you can get something ahead of time or get something early or get like a bonus or get more weapons or things like that. Because I actually beat the game, I only had 120 missiles, 4 of the super bombs. I forget how many like pips of health or how many energy tanks I had. Maybe like 7 I think? 
maybe seven or eight. I'm not sure. But I didn't like have all the I didn't have like all the weapons and all the upgrades and things like that. So you can beat the game. Pretty straightforward. The bosses are pretty cool. Like I like that uh, uh, Craig comes back with the big the big ass monster dinosaur thing. I was surprised Ridley wasn't in it. I was so surprised that Ridley just didn't pop up where all these other bosses come back. But really doesn't show. Uh, the space pirates don't make a, an appearance. I thought that was kind of weird. I was really expecting that. Um, but yeah, but the game is fun. I just enjoyed it. I just love just how the game just kind of pushes it energy forward. Then as you get to a part where you might get stuck. And the game kind of is just like, we'll shoot a wall or blow some shit up or figure it out. Like the last part of the game, I thought it was really good. Because as you get the gravity suit, everything opens up. Because you get the gravity suit. You get the wave beam. You get... And the smart bomb, or it's not smart bomb, the super bombs are like the last three upgrades you get. And you get them extreme, like you get them pretty much in succession. Like boom, 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 boom. Like the very last thing you get is the um the smart bomb. Because you actually get the smart bomb from an enemy, from the from the seven enemy. And I was telling my uncle, it's one of the funniest things ever. How like, you have seven enemies, so you have seven enemies, so that's kind of the goal. So when you get to the seventh Emmy, you don't even fight it. Samus is so strong by that point, she just beats it in the cutscene. I thought that was so funny. You fight, you find another Malkin, like gladiator enemy, but you um, you have to fight the seventh Emmy. Well, I thought was pretty funny. I thought that was kind of a nice way to develop. So, okay, you made it this far. Samus is OP. She got it. Like, you got her to this point. She can take care of this one. And but one of the big plot points, and was something I picked up on. So the big reveal of Metroid Dread is. Samus turns into a Metroid. She's slowly becoming a Metroid throughout the game, which I picked up on towards the end. Cause there's a cause after you beat, um, not the second to last Emmy. Before you beat the seven, when you defeat the sixth Emmy, her hand starts glowing, and she starts being able to kill enemies. Like you can, you don't do it in the game, but in cutscenes, she starts grabbing things and taking their like, you know, absorbing their life force. And you know she has Metroid DNA in her. She has like the X virus, of course, from Fusion. So you know she has um the uh so she knows she has the Metro DNA in her. And you learn like and then she be she's slowly becoming a Metro. And at the end of the game, when you fight Ravenbeak, turns out to be her father, which I was like, oh shit. Like, the game doesn't have a lot of plot, but the plot it has does a very good job of making you feel it. You feel like you're like, What? That shit's crazy. And like people because Sam is the Sam doesn't show emotion. She's in that helmet. Like she's grunting and like you you understand Samus's emotions. Like you feel it. You get it. And Raven Big is one of the weirdest final bosses I've ever had. <laughs> Cause I couldn't I I had to look up a video to beat it just to understand what was happening. But like the first phase is pretty tough. Actually the first phase is relatively the, the first phase is medium hard. The second phase of his is super hard because he takes so much more damage. And the third phase is easy as shit. Like, it's crazy how they developed that boss fight. Like, you know, the first stage you had to, like, dodge some attacks and do stuff. You can only hurt him by countering. The second phase, you can hit him with anything, but he takes so much damage that it takes a while. And then the third phase, really, all you have to do is hit him with a couple. Like, you hit him with one super bomb. Do a couple of the regular, like, and then do a couple of the counters, and then you get to, like, a cutscene counter. We had, like, uh, do the counter in, like, a little cutscene battle, and that's the fight. Like, it's super quick. Like, as you get past the second phase, it's pretty easy. And then after that, like, because, like, he, like, after you beat him, he grabs Samus, and, you know, he, like, kills her. Well, you think he kills her, but he doesn't. But Samus, then he, she turned into a complete metric with her, like, her, 
Um, her armor turns green and she has like this orange like energy flowing from her. Her helmet is kind of spiky. It's really dope. Like Samus, Metroid Samus looks very, very dope. And, and then after you do that, and then you then um, Raven Bee actually gets infected by an X by one of the X's, and so he comes as like this big ass monster. But then, but Samus is so strong. So what happens is the camera cuts and it turns into like the side camera from when we fight the Emmys. And you have to use like her like she has like a mega cannon now. You just have to shoot it at him. And the show what I thought was really cool. I was like, man, you're not gonna fight this big ass monster. But they give you kind of a little send off. And of course, like all Metroids. <laughs> You have the end, the countdown scene, and you have to run through the, you have to go for, I don't know where the hell you even end up, but you have to, like, you know, get to your ship, so you kind of have to go up, down, around, and go back up and get to your ship, and then, um, the guy, I forget the guy that helps you, I forget his name, but you, he's in your ship, turns out he was actually being, he was actually an X-Virus that, like, cloned into him, turns into, like, a red, the red X's, she gets one of that, it heals her completely, and then Samus flies away, and the planet explodes. Very cool. I'm pretty sure there's probably some special ending you get if you ble- you beat the game under a certain time. Which you'll probably look up on YouTube. But I really enjoyed Metroid Dread. That was a lot of fun. I thought it did a really good job of keeping you engaged. There are, you know, there are moments where it's like, where the hell do I go? And you have to kind of figure it out and think. I wish there were like maybe some more arrows or some like little stuff like that. But for the most part, you figure it out. And there were times where I was getting too ahead of myself. Where I would go to an area... Before the story ever even opened it up, then I would go back and go around, and then eventually it would open up. I'm like, oh shit! Like I was thinking too far ahead. But I definitely love Metroid Dread. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people say it's their game of the year for um, 2021. I definitely enjoyed it. I'm not sure if it's game of the year, but I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really solid um, entry to the Metroid series. A great game to have on your Switch. Fun. I beat it. I think it was about 11 hours for me, but I know people that can do it in eight. I think I kind of got stuck and stuff. I kind of couldn't beat it in under eight hours, but mine was um like a thing of mine was like eleven, like eleven hours and twenty five minutes. So it's not a long game at all. You can beat it in a few days if you just play it consistently. Because the game, because kind of your pace is what controls the game. Because like if you can get through levels and stuff, really. Because all the boss battles are pretty fun. There are some, there are some enemies that seem to be damage sponges. Like like that one enemy you fight that shoots like the six like spike needles at you. That thing is hard to kill at first. Like, it seems like it's just a damage point. Like, everything else dies like one hit, and that thing takes like three or four, for no for no reason. But I enjoyed Metroid Dread. I thought it was a lot of fun. I know it's actually I think technically Dread takes place before Metroid Zero Mission because at the end of the game it says like see you in the next mission. So I think actually Dread is actually in between Fusion and Zero Mission if I'm thinking straight, based on what Nintendo did, based on like the end of the game. But it's fun. Definitely enjoy it. Definitely check it out. I mean, it's probably going to go on sale. We're getting into Black Friday really, really soon. So hopefully it goes on sale somewhere. You can pick it up for your Switch. Get it for a Christmas gift for yourself. Or if your birthday's at the end of the year, pick it up as a birthday gift. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a fun game. A fun, you know, action. It is, it is Instead of it being a Metroidvania, it is the Metroid in the Metroidvania kind of uh, video game style. So it is a Metroid game. Check it out. Definitely appreciate it. Sam is Aaron. You're one bad mofo. Uh, thank you for checking out this brand new episode of the Oreo Podcast. Like, share, comment, subscribe to the podcast wherever you can. Uh, I greatly appreciate all the support, all the love. This is the 50th episode of the Oreo Podcast. I'm so blessed. Just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I'll see you in the next episode. Later. <laughs>